Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is January 9th, and our reading comes from Matthew chapter 7. Now remember, we're going through the Sermon on the Mount. You find that in Matthew chapters 5 through 7. So we're getting to the end of that message and beginning in verse 15, Jesus says this, beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so can you identify people by their actions. Now, this is so important to understand, is that the Christian life is not what I do, but it's who I am. Well, that's what Jesus is emphasizing in this portion of Scripture. He says that a good tree produces good fruit. In other words, a good tree produces what it is. What it produces is consistent with what it is is. And the same thing is true in our life. So as Christians, we're not just trying to manage our behavior. We're trying to allow Jesus to transform our nature and produce his life and character in us. Now, the way we find out who we are is when we're under pressure, right? If you were to go into your bathroom and and pick up a tube of toothpaste, when you squeeze that toothpaste, when you put it under pressure, what's inside comes out. And the same thing is true for us. When life creates pressure, what gets exposed is our character, our heart, what is most true about us, who we are, not who we want everybody to believe we are, but who we are. It comes out, which creates a redemptive moment, an opportunity for us to invite Jesus into those places to heal us, to change us, to transform us from the inside out. So just remember, when you're going through a crisis and all of a sudden you begin to see some things in your behavior or even your heart that you don't like, that you're not real proud of. Well, don't blame your circumstances. Your circumstances just created pressure. The problem is in your heart. But see it as an opportunity, a redemptive moment for God to move into that place and to bring healing and lasting change. Now watch what Jesus says next. Verse 21, not everyone who calls on me, who calls out Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. 
Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. So here Jesus says being a Christian is not just what we say. This reminds me of what James, the half-brother of Jesus, says in James chapter 2, where he says, listen, becoming a Christian is not about what you believe or what you say, but being a Christian is faith demonstrated by works. And that's what Jesus is describing in these first two metaphors. And so in American culture, there are lots of people who call Jesus Lord, who call themselves a Christian or call themselves a member of a church, but their life says they don't really know God. Again, this is one of the reasons why a few years ago we were so intentional about changing our mission statement to be clear, to clearly define what it means to follow Jesus. We want to be with Jesus so that We become like Jesus and begin doing what Jesus did. Well, that's what Jesus is describing in our passage today. Watch what he says next. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. So when we're with Jesus, in other words, we're in the word and we're listening to the heart of Jesus. We're trying to understand who he is and what the kingdom's like and what he's inviting us into. And we begin building our life on his word, on truth, on his teaching, on the person, the life, the example of Jesus. When we build our house on that foundation, it will stand through every storm. Now, that doesn't mean the storms won't come. But your house will stand in every storm. Listen, I'm a pastor and been a pastor for more than 23 years now. Storms come in my life. But because my life is built on the rock, the foundation of Jesus and truth and his word, the storm doesn't knock down my house. That's why this podcast is so important, is we're beginning our day every day, opening God's word and allowing him to teach us, to instruct us, giving us truth, giving us his word, giving us wisdom that we can build our life, that we can build our house upon because the storms are coming. But we don't have to be afraid of those storms. Our house will stand in every storm. Then finally, verse 28, when Jesus had finished saying all these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching for he taught with real authority quite unlike the teachers of the religious law. Well, just like today, in Jesus' day, there were men who were teaching truth. 
They were teaching the law. They were teaching the rules. But what Jesus came to do is to help us see and to understand the heart of God and to apply the law, to apply theology, to apply God's heart to our everyday life. So his teaching had tremendous authority. Authority to do what? To transform our hearts and our lives. So we teach the Word of God in order to empower people to be with Jesus, to become like Jesus, and to do what Jesus did, in order to empower people to live in freedom and to step into God's best. hope that encourages you. Let me pray for you, Father. Thank you so much for this just encouraging, challenging Word today. God, we pray that you would transform us from the inside out. We don't want to just manage our behavior and live to try to impress people or to convince them that we are someone we're not. God, we want to allow you to produce real and lasting change in us. And God, when we're under pressure and life exposes the imperfection, the unfinished places in our character and in our relationships, God, we invite you into those places and ask that you would work redemptively to heal and to grow and to transform. God, we want to serve you as Lord, not to just give lip service to that idea, but to live to please and to bless you. God, we pray that you'd empower us, help us to build our life, every decision, every relationship, every moment on the truth of your word so that our life will withstand all the storms that we'll face until you return. Lord, we love you. Thank you for being so good to us. And we bless you and honor you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. I hope that encourages you. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.